I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey everyone, welcome to Post Game with Steph. Hope that you are all at least within an arm's length of some alcohol. Let's uh, let's get into talking about this game. So the Flyers lost tonight 3-2 to the Boston Bruins. Um, that could have gone better. Um, Daniel is telling me that he started drinking in the second period. I started drinking to start the game. Um, this is, you know, we'll talk about the game a little bit and then we'll talk about, we'll talk about how the Flyers are trending. Um, so let's talk about this game. Um, there were good things. There were good things. Um, you're about to see a lot of cats in the background. Apparently I start talking and they all swarm. Um, so Good things is that this is the second game in a row where we haven't been able to tell immediately whether it was a Jake Voracek goal or a Nolan Patrick goal. Like that's a good thing. They've got good chemistry. They've got good things happening between the two of them. Um, Nolan Patrick has slotted in flawlessly on the power play. Um, it, it's they've got good things happening there on the second line and then on the power play. So. That's good thing number one. Number two is <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I can I can say this with a straight face. Clearly I can't because I'm already laughing. Offensive stalwart Yuri Laterra scores a shorthanded goal against Tuka Rask. Offensive powerhouse. Yuri Laterra. Now the last goalies that Yori Laterra has scored goals against, other than Tuka Rask, Henrik Lundqvist, and Andre Vasil- Vasilevsky. Like, that's, that's like good goalies, I guess. <laughs> Who needs a power play when you've got Yori Laterra? So, those are the good things. Um, another good thing. Another good thing is that Peter Mrazek didn't start. So he got to sit out this game. Um, Alex Lyon looked okay. Um, looked okay. Uh, there, there, were some, there was some flopping. There was some just poor play and poor positioning. And I don't really know what happened on that second goal, but he wasn't. He wasn't the problem. He was okay. Um, what other good things? Wayne Simmons did not get seriously injured when he took that high stick. And um, he came back to the game after not starting the second on the bench. So that's a good thing. Wayne Simmons is fine. I don't know if I've got another good thing, guys. I, I think that that might be it. 
Um, another, another good thing is somebody made a comment that during my last post game was that I needed to put some stuff on my walls. So I cleaned out my garage and I put this painting up on my wall. So I listened to you guys. I've changed my life for you. You're welcome. Um, so let's get into the ugly. Oh, wait, Matt Josephs is saying Matt Reed was good. Yeah, like he probably should have been playing this year over Dale Weiss and probably over Yori Laterra. So that is a good thing. These, these are good things. Like there are, there are little nuggets that we can hold on to, right? Like just little things that seem to be going the right way that like, yes, we can hold on to this. And, and it's, it's the Stockholm syndrome. They keep us coming back. So then the bad, then the bad, everything else literally everything else. So I, the, the defense is costing us games. The defense is horrific. It's atrocious. And there's only so many things that Ivan Provorov and Shane Gossespierre can do. I, there's only so much they can do. The defense is so bad. Yori Laterra is on the penalty kill. I know that because he scored a shorthanded goal. Our penalty kill is atrocious. It is so, so bad. Something needs to happen there. When Yori Laterra is the guy who's scoring shorties, you've got a personnel problem. You've got a scheme problem. Our second power play, really, really bad. What else do we got? I mean, our, our, we've got six good players, good forwards. The, then we've got like six bros, six dudes. Who are you and what are you doing on my team? Go away is how I feel. Um, I want to hear, I want to hear what we're mad about. I, and I, oh boy, there's a lot of comments. We're, we're feeling it tonight. All right. All right. Um, Christopher, I'm done seeing Brandon Manning play solid same. The man should be stapled to one of the press box chairs. I don't care which press box he can carry it around with him stapled. Lion wasn't too bad. Feed the lion. Yeah. Like he's he's a, a decent backup goalie. I think that Alex Lyon has proved that he can cut it in the, in the NHL. Maybe, maybe a backup. I don't know whether he's starter quality, but you know, he can cut it. Ray, Brandon Manning going feet up at the attacking blue line in the third is peak man dog 2018. Sure is. Sure is. Michael, Simmons gets slew-footed. No call. Someone should have dropped the gloves. Agreed. On, on all parts. Yes. That should have been a call. Somebody should have stood up for his guy. All right. Um, from Billy, Oscar Lindblom is beautiful. You know, I think he's made of sunshine and rainbows. Like I 
love Oscar Lindblom. He is beautiful. The man cannot buy a goal to save his life. We're going to be looking back three years from now, and he's still waiting on his first goal. He'll have a million, a million points and assists, but he won't have his first goal. Uh, Larry, firing Hapstall is the solution. It's a solution. I don't think it's the solution to all of the problems, but it is a solution. We'll get, we'll get there. All right. Alvin, hope Dale Weiss doesn't play again this year. Agreed. This year and next year. <laughs> From Elizabeth, you mean shorthanded goal specialist. Just close my eyes, Yuri Laterra. God, that quote is a delight, isn't it? Yep. All right. Ryan, Laterra scored a goal, a shorty. Yep. From Brad, another losing streak. Does anyone want to endure this team in the playoffs? Not me. And that's what it's come to. Like this is enduring them. Like it's it's a labor. It's a, it's a, it's a labor of love watching this team every night. I get it. I get it. I'm there with you. Uh, Brian, what is this team exactly? A mess. Uh, let's see here. All right. So Mike, Mike's got a long comment. So I'm just going to read this here. I'm tired of everyone blaming this all on Hackstall and Hextall. It's time to stop blaming the coaches and start blaming the players. The effort is there, but they're pressing too much now. Even if they make the playoffs, they won't be able to get past the first round. This team, in my opinion, is at least three years away from being a contender. Now, you're not wrong. So, like, let me start this off by saying you're not wrong. Like, the, the players are not executing. The, the, we, also have, we also have a talent issue. We, there's, there's a legitimate talent issue where we've got two talented defensemen. I didn't even realize Mom is just hanging out in the frame right behind me. Um, two talented defensemen, maybe, like – Maybe two and a half. I'd even say three, but that's giving a half to Haig and a half to Gudis. Um, then we have, out of the 12 forwards, I'd say eight talented forwards. Eight. And that's being really generous. Um, so, so, yes, there, there are absolutely problems here that are on the players. Um, the problem that I have with Hackstall is that he's not putting the talented players with the talent in positions to succeed at all times. Um, he's doing a really bad job of reading the situations and putting the, the correct personnel on the ice. Problem with Hextall is that, uh, God, I mean, if we want to go back to the beginning of the season, um, you know, Lindblom should have been here from the beginning. He should have been here from the beginning. We should have been waived. Latera should have been waived. Um, uh, there's a lot of things that should have happened differently. By the way, my drink of choice tonight is champagne because that's all I had in my house. I hope that everybody is enjoying their favorite beverage. Okay. Um, but n the the point the point that was made was absolutely valid. Like this is on the players. Yes, but. The coaches, the coaches and the GM also have some responsibility. Okay. All right. All right. So Steve and Gary are really mad about Claude Giroux, and I'm not going to feed into that because Claude Giroux is one of the players that is producing this year. So I, I'm not 
I, I'm not going to go down that route when I've got a lot of other people to direct my attention to. Um, Jeff is mad that I was only able to do a 30 minute interview on the podcast instead of three hours and 30 minutes. So listen to the Philly sports table podcast. I was the guest this week. Jeff and Len are fantastic at what they do. Um, and just fantastic humans on top of that. Uh, but I did get to talk to them this afternoon. So there's a half hour because I double booked myself. Um, half hour of some really in-depth flyers talk. Um, so Mike is saying maybe Lyon can bring a little return in the off season. Is he tradable? I think probably, I mean, he, he's a solid, he's a solid AHL goaltender. And I think that he's proven himself to be a backup in the NHL. There's gotta be some value there. I, I think, I, I don't see, I, I was going to say, I think that he'd have more of a, a return value than Neuvert, but Neuvert's been in the NHL for a long time. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that there is some value there. All right. Um, sorry, I'm just... Matt, Winnipeg and Vegas up next. Can we beat either of them? Probably not. I mean, we've already beaten Vegas this year. I don't remember if we beat Winnipeg the first time, um, but they're very good teams, and we're looking at we're looking at a long stretch. We're looking at a long stretch of shit. So February, they were finding ways to win. They're back to November form where they cannot win a game. They're finding new ways to lose every single night. And come the start of the third, you got a feeling that this was going to be one of those games where they just lost it late with a, a minute or two to go. And that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. Uh, Steven, what was McDonald doing icing the puck with so little time left? He was doing his best, which is garbage. Is That's exactly what Andrew McDonald was doing. He was doing his best at that hockey and just not that good. All right. Let's see. So Andrew is losing faith in my understanding of hockey. Firehack, Sandheim is the savior, and it's AMAC or Manning's fault is all you talk about. Um, okay. Thanks. I don't think I mentioned Sam Sanheim yet today. I mean, I can easily, but I don't think that I did. Um, let's see. Uh, Laterra is going to be bought out probably, or he might just be waived to play in the AHL. Um, let's see. So Rick is saying Flyers' next possible win will be Detroit on the 20th. That's actually, when I looked at the calendar, that's exactly what I thought. Uh, I think they played the Hurricanes before then, but, like, it's not good. Um, let's see. From Joel, would Lindblom have scored by now if he was here all season? Well, that's the million-dollar question, huh? One would think. <laughs> uh, 
Um, from Anthony, goes to blame for last two Bruins goals, failed to physically clear the crease, watching the puck while Mar Marchand tapped it home, but keep blaming Manning. Ghost and Proby are amazing. Okay. So Laura is asking, how is Giroux producing your insane? All right. All right. So, I mean, if we're going to do this, like if we're actually going to do this, you got to give me a second here because I've got all the time in the world for you to tell me that I'm insane. I've got all the time in the world. But when you're trying to ask how Claude Giroux, who is having the season of his career, is producing, like, I've got no time for that bullshit. So let's pull this up. Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux in the 2017-2018 season, 68 games played, 23 goals, and 57 assists. That's 80 points. 80 points in 68 games. Which, like, I'll break it down. That's above a point a game. A point-a-game player is a very, very good hockey player. We're, we're above that. Above a point-a-game player, Claude Giroux, at 30 years old. So if you guys want to come in here and tell me that he's not producing, that's ridiculous. Like He is absolutely producing. If you want to come in here and say that he's not a leader, whatever. I don't have, I don't have much to say about that other than I don't care. Um, but the fact that he's he's producing at a rate that he hasn't produced at since ever, <laughs> um, I, I don't have I don't have time for that. So there are legitimate problems with this team. There are legitimate concerns with this team. Claude Giroux's production is not one of them. Period. Like, it's just not one of them. Okay. I'm going to scroll just a little bit more current. Um, let's see. So from Tim, my solution is calm down. We're in top three spot. Do you think we'd be here? Exactly, shut up. So Tim is telling us to calm down and then also telling us to shut up. So that's good. That's a good first step. Um, we are in a top three spot. Yes, that's great. But as we're, as we're doing this, let's, let's do this. Uh, because I don't know what it looks like after today. Um, so the Flyers have 79 points, the Devils have 76 points, and we both have 68 games played. So there's a chance. I mean, that's, those are points that the Devils could make up. Um, do I expect them to? Probably not. They're a little bit of a mess. Uh, the Blue Jackets are right behind them with 75. It is such a tight division that even if you have one point on, or 
Yeah, that's fine. I'll just keep going with that train of thought. If you've got one point on the the guy below you, it's not enough. It's not good enough. Not until game number 82 and you've locked in your spot. Um, okay. Uh, Samantha says, honestly, I think if Mason is in net, we could beat the Jets. I think Steve Mason is injured. I think he's had a, a string of concussions this year. I don't believe that he's playing right now. Um, from Blackie Lawless, the one thing about the captain is too many times he'll pass when he has the shot. He's having a really good year. Just wish he shoot the puck a little bit more. Flyer for life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of this team, a lot of this team is – pass first, which is infuriating, uh, especially when you see, you see the lane and you see the open net and they're passing anyway. It's, it's infuriating. Uh, from Steve, Coots wouldn't be having the season. He is if it wasn't for G. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And Sean Couturier is having the <laughs> a career year. Sean Couturier has emerged as the one C and that's a lot due to his own talent, but it's Claude Giroux. All right. From Chris, the first two lines are good. Where's the rest of the offense? I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, so we can talk about Jordan wheel. Um, so Jordan wheel. And I said this with Jeff and Len this afternoon, he's having a little bit of the bad luck that Michael Roffel was having in the beginning of the season. So you remember how Michael Roffel went 20 games, didn't score a goal. That's what we're seeing here with Jordan Wheel, where he's doing all of the right things. He's getting in the right places. He's making the right plays, but the luck isn't there. He just can't find the back of the net. So he was scratched tonight, which, okay, like that's okay. I don't love it, um, but I at least – see why, if that makes sense. I see why. Now, would I have done it? Absolutely not. I would have scratched Yori Laterra. I would have scratched, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm iffy about Philpola um, because I think that there is good hockey IQ there. I think that in a lesser role, he could be okay he just, he's not, he's not getting a lesser role, which is the problem. Um, I, I, I would have, I would have scratched Laterra. Like this is, this is simple. This is simple, but it's okay. Um, let's see. Warren misses the Tim Kerr flyers. Um, Zach is here for his weekly. I love Sam Moran comment. I agree. Um, so some news out of Lehigh Valley is that Sam Moran is a few weeks away from coming back. Um, Anthony Stolarz could be making a start this weekend, which is not something I was anticipating. So that's good. That's I'm, I'm really, really happy for him. I think on the last um, – the, the last post game I did, I said I didn't expect Stolarz to play hockey this season. So if he's coming back this weekend, that's incredible. And I'm very, very happy for him. 
the other news that we heard before the game is that Michael Neuvert and Brian Elliott are likely done for the regular season. So Brian Elliott was supposed to start skating and we were looking at you know, a week or two, maybe three for him to return. And that is now not the case. So we heard that he's probably shut down for the rest of the regular season. Now playoffs, different beast. Um, but right now it looks like he's done for the regular season. Uh, let's see. And Michael Neuvert, I, I don't think that anybody's surprised to hear that he's done for the season. Okay. Oh, Chris is saying that Mason was cleared. That's good. Um. Oh, Mason got injured again today. All right, so we're getting Mason news by the minute. Um. So, Tom, all teams go through losing stints better now than at the end of the year. So this is the end of the year. This, this is like the last full month of the regular season. Um, we're, we're, we're going through, we're going through a rough patch and it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to watch this team. It's also hard to pinpoint exactly why it is other than either they're just not talented or they're having bad luck. Like, Yes, you can say that, but why? When this exact same team was winning for the entire month of February, what is happening now? Are they hitting hot goalies? Probably. Is the level of competition higher? Probably. Against every, you know, everybody is fighting for a playoff spot, or you know, you're Detroit. Um, that was rude. I don't take it back. Um, you know, everybody, everybody's in fight for your life mode. And this team, for whatever reason, is not doing that. So going all the way back to the Hurricanes game at home last week, we have had a really, really rough stretch of games. And the problem is there isn't enough talent on the team to make up for the, the sameness. So the, the nothing is changing. Nothing is getting better. It's all the same. The schemes are the same. The lines are the same. Um, you can you can bounce. You can bounce bottom bottom line players all day. It's not going to make that much of a difference. Something else needs to happen. I don't know what it is. You. This was this was a good step today in letting Mrazek sit because he needs a breather. He was playing for the the full month before he got traded in Detroit, and then he came here and he played every single game since he was traded. He needs a breather. Like, that's okay. That happens to goalies. That's why there's two of them. Um. All right, from Anthony. If the Flyers miss the playoffs again, does Hextall lose his job? How secure is Hextall's job? So. If the Flyers miss the playoffs, and I think that it's a long shot. I think it's a it's a long shot that they miss. I think they'll make it in, whether it's as the number three or a wild card. I think that that's I'm pretty confident in saying that. Um, but if they miss, 
it would take a, a meltdown of catastrophic proportions. Like they would have to lose out. I can't, I cannot see when they were in that 10 game losing streak, Hackstall was very, very close to, to getting, getting pulled. Um, and not by Hextall. Like this was, this was rumblings within Comcast Spectacor. Like we can't let this continue, kind of thing. Um, so, if they were to lose out, I can't imagine Hextall would be safe, or Hextall would be safe. And if Hextall is going to go down with the ship. That sucks. I would really rather that not be the case, but if, if that's what he wants to tie himself to, it'd be rough. <laughs> um, let's see. So Brian is telling me that Hackstall on Post Game Live said that this game was the best 60 minutes they had for a while. That sounds problematic. Okay. Steven, we are in terrible shape at the moment. You're right. from Kevin. The surprise on Neuvert is he didn't pull his groin playing Candy Crush. Oh, that's fantastic. That's the good stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm scrolling through. Brian, we didn't lose tonight because of goaltending. No, it was defense. Like defense cost us this game. Um, Jackie, let's face it. Even if we make the playoffs, we won't make it past the first round, most likely. So this is yes. So Bill was on post game last night, um, and it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, my turn to yell about this team. Um, but after that loss, it's very, very clear that there's a huge gap in talent between the Pittsburgh Penguins reigning Stanley Cup champions and the Philadelphia Flyers. And we saw it over the weekend with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, they didn't get embarrassed by the Penguins like they did with the Lightning. Other way around, they didn't get embarrassed with the Lightning like they did with the Penguins. But... They're not good enough to keep up with the the noted favorites for the, the Stanley Cup. So what they could do in the playoffs, you maybe they can be an upset. If we get the Capitals round one, which is now what I'm hoping for. I know I've said before that I wanted the Penguins, but after last night, I do not. They're 0-3 against the Penguins this year. I don't, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them in the best of seven. Um, if they get the Capitals, there's a chance. And not only because it's the Capitals, not, not because it's the Capitals, but I, I think that there's a chance they could go for seven, maybe steal the series. Maybe. Uh, with, with, 
the penguins, I don't think that that is, I, I don't think that that's a possibility at all. Okay, let's see. So for Mike, bad pairings and no answers on the third and fourth lines. It's a management problem. Yeah. Uh, Pat, so you're saying it's coaching that's the problem. I, all of these things, all of these things. It's just, it's, it's a calamity of errors right now. And I don't, I don't have the answer, but it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Um, but the coach, the coach is a big problem. He's, he's the guy who sets the lineup. He's the guy who, who runs the lines and he's the one who puts them out in, in different situations. Um, at this point, at this point in the season, at this point in the just looking at the tire fire that is the defense, and I am I'm hesitant to say this because of how like how much I like them together. I'd probably split up Provorov and Ghost. I probably would. I, I would put oh god. I, I put Haig back with Ghost. Have we have we done a? Oh, I don't even know who who out of the who out of the turds do I want to put with Provorov? Like I guess the 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 answer here. This is the first time that I'm saying his name today, other than saying that I hadn't said it earlier. Travis Sanheim. Like let's put him with Ivan Provorov. Like that would be a good pairing. I. I don't want to say put Andrew McDonald back with Ivan Provorov, but at this point, I think you need to split them up. I think you do because the other four guys, the other two pairings are an absolute liability. All right. The Devils even harder schedule apparently and lost today, which is good news. Yeah, apparently the Devils have the hardest schedule remaining in the Metro. That's good. That is good because they're hot on our trail. Okay. From Johnny, will Haxtell be back next year? Probably. Okay. From Nick, with Elliot being done for the season, how likely will Stolarz replace Lyon? I don't think that happens because it took long enough for Hackstall to trust Lyon. I can't, I can't imagine Stolarz, who hasn't played hockey this season, coming in and starting in the NHL. Maybe, maybe it happens if he's super hot right out of the gate and, and has played maybe the rest of the regular season in Lehigh Valley. Maybe, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Anthony Hackstall is the Chip Kelly of the NHL. Yep. Brian, if Hackstall gets fired, will you throw a party and are we invited? I could probably put together something at Xfinity Live. I could probably do that. Let's, I mean, yeah, let's look forward to a party. Um, okay, so Mike is saying 95 
percent chance the Flyers make the playoffs. It, it would be very, very unlikely that. Um, very unlikely that they miss the playoffs. Okay, let's see. Nick, if Elliot's not healthy, I don't see them having a shot winning around. That's fair. I think Mrazek, Mrazek could do okay if if he gets hot at the right time. From Lisa, this day was bad enough, and this game just made it worse. I know. I'm sorry. Here, let's. I mean, do you do you need wine? Let's. This was not a good day. I agree with you completely. All right. Oh, Pat has the answer. Moran Provorov. Boom. I'd love that. I have been screaming for Sam Moran for a long, long time. I, I, I need him Be, for, like, many reasons, but one of them is he would help the PK so much. The problem is that he's injured, and he's not going to be back for a couple weeks. Ryan, didn't Sandheim get eaten alive when he was up? No, he was decent. He was better than Brandon Manning. He made rookie mistakes. He was the best defenseman in the offensive zone. Um, and, and just, he was a rookie. He made a couple mistakes with bad luck. They ended up in the back of the net, which is something that's happening with Provorov recently. Um I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading the comments as I'm answering and, and stopping mid-sentence because I don't know how to do one thing at a time. Um, no, Sandheim, Sandheim was decent. I mean, he was a rookie. He wasn't, he wasn't blowing the, the lid off the arena, but he was good. He was good enough to be here. Oh, oh, from Christopher. Today, John Shannon from CBC Canada said Sandheim not being on this team is the biggest coaching GM story not being discussed in the NHL. If you can find that, please send it to me because that's a big deal. And if we need to start screaming it from the rooftops, I'll do it because Travis Sandheim made this team out of camp. Dave Hextall wouldn't play him, so Ron Hextall had to send him somewhere where he would play hockey. Uh, from Nikki, I wouldn't mind putting either Ghost or Provy with Gudis. I've I've lost a lot of confidence in Gudis this season, and and that's probably not fair because I think that he's making up for Brandon Manning a lot more than he is actually playing his game. Um, okay, fine. All right, fine. I'll I'll put my personal biases aside. <laughs> Uh, Tom wants to stop at the Lindbaum drooling until he scores a point, nine games plus power, plus power play minutes. That's fair. I, I understand that. Um, for me with Lindblom, Lindblom is always in the right place at the right time to the point where sometimes, even if you're not watching him, he, he's in the right place. Like he, he gets there before you even know that the play is getting made. He's already there. So, yes, he does need to score points, especially playing with Jake and Nolan Patrick. He does need to start scoring, and I think that that will happen soon. If it doesn't happen this week, I'm going to be a little bit worried. 
hold on, we're in Thursday. So when I catch up with you, let's take a look at, at what post games look like coming up. Um, when I do, um, Sunday the 18th, I think I'll probably be on post game. If he hasn't scored a point by then, let's, let's have a real serious conversation about Oscar Lindblom. Okay. Um, hold on, Tim. I don't know. I don't know who we're talking about here. So from Tim, he's a mentor. He's an embodiment of what you should be as a person. He doesn't let his emotions control his actions unless it's a stick up for his team. Look at the player development of Ghost, Provi. I think that's Konechny. Patty Lindblom is starting. I don't know who we're talking about. I don't know who we're talking about. Um, I don't help me out here. I don't know. Um, that Nolan Patrick pass. There's a positive for the crew. Nolan Patrick is doing everything that I need from him and more. Uh, he's, he's doing really, really good things. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, you got me really, 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 really worried with this comment. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it as I read it in my head. We need, in caps, a McDonald Manning pairing. And we need it to fall into a sinkhole never to be seen again. Thank you for that, because I was really, really, really concerned and picturing all of the goals that were going to happen, if that were the case. Um, they're, they're fine as a 6 and 7 D. I don't, I don't want them together anywhere else. Um, let's see. So Gabe saw Sandheim's first NHL goal in person. That's positive. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. <laughs> From Ryan, Hack was brought here because he has experience developing young talent. Sends young talent to AHL or press box. Yeah, that's frustrating, huh? Okay. I, I, I'm, let's see. Oh, Tim was talking about Hackstall. You know, I'm sure Hackstall is a human being. I actually like Hackstall, the human being. I was watching the, uh, the season ticket holder event. Uh, people were taking video of it and, and he's like delightful. He's friendly and he's personable and he was, cracking jokes like hacks all the human being a really nice guy um i i don't think that he's quite ready for an nhl head coaching job i just don't think that this is the right position for him 
uh, Brian, so who starts this weekend? Lion or Mrazek? Probably, probably Mrazek is my guess. They're playing Winnipeg, probably. Um. Oh, oh, I'm current. I'm just about current. All right, so here is a positive. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. Go Birds against the New England Patriots. The championship parade was just a month ago, just over a month ago. Yeah. All right. Um, from Michael, sorry, but Manning and McDonald don't deserve even bottom six pairings in a beat league in a beer league. So that's the thing. Like, I don't know if they were to get waived and sent down to Lehigh Valley. I don't know whether they're even the the best defensemen, the best six defensemen down there. So you've got Sanheim, you've got Myers, Moran when he comes back, you've got TJ Brennan. Um, I don't even know who the hell else is down there. Um, Will O'Neill, I know that he's he's a thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know whether they would make the team or if they'd be sitting in the press box down in the AHL. Uh, Andrew Myers is not having a great season. He's going to get another year of AHL seasoning. So uh, Myers, Myers has had another. He's he's another one with injury problems. Um, I don't. I, I wouldn't say he's not having a great season, but I absolutely agree that he's going to get another year of AHL time, only because you were looking at two years with Sanheim in the AHL. We're probably looking at two years of Myers in the AHL too. Uh, Rob Sanheim is upgrade from McDonald is a question. Yes, absolutely yes. Um, more than that. Oh, Travis has joined. Hey, Travis. Um, more than that, Sandheim is an upgrade from Brandon Manning. So I, I've kind of buried the hatchet with Andrew McDonald in that I don't know how many times I can continue to scream about him. But Brandon Manning is is my whipping boy this season because it's just not good. It's not good, and he's just not talented enough to keep up. Brandon Manning should be in the press box and Travis Sandheim should be on this team. Well, Sean Couturier had 25 minutes, nearly 25 minutes of ice time tonight. That's, that's crazy. Okay. Um, I don't know what's happening here. We've got arguing. Okay. Um, oh, Mark Friedman. I forgot about Mark Friedman. Thank you. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of calling up TJ Brennan. That's not what I was saying. That's just a, a guy that we have in the AHL. Oh, Nick is, Nick is coming in hot. If Moran started the year in Philly and stayed... He doesn't get injured. You're not wrong. Well, I mean, who knows? But he doesn't get injured in Lehigh Valley. 
Okay. All right. So we've got we've got some arguing here, and I think that I am just about talked out. Um, it's 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 hard. Uh, it, it's it is not easy watching these games, and I understand. Uh, there were a lot of you here with me tonight. Thank you. We can continue doing this after every game. You don't even have to watch. We can just come here and drink together and, and whine about this team. Like I'm, I'm here for that too. Uh, there's going to be. Oh, Brian, Amac gave us Stockholm syndrome. We don't think he's terrible anymore. No, we do. It's just I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm exhausted, yelling about this team because. It, they should be better. You know that they should be better. You look at this team and you expect more. You, you look at the guys that they have playing and you think that they can do well and you think that they can win on any given night. And then they just come out flat for 10 games straight. So I understand. I understand. Be as frustrated as you want. It doesn't matter to me if you're mad and you're still happy that they're going to the playoffs. They will make the playoffs. If you want to be mad about the process, I'm here. If you want to be excited that they're going to the playoffs and you only want to be excited about that, I'm here for that too. Like We can get excited about all kinds of things. But, but after a game like today, after a week like we've had, I think that, I think that some, some criticism is warranted. The defense is a problem. They're not fixing it. It's been years of the same mediocre bullshit. And I think, I think we deserve better. I think we deserve more. Um, so let's try to enjoy the rest of our night. Um, one of us will be here on Saturday. Actually, you know what? It'll probably be me. It's probably me on Saturday. Um, so we'll talk then. And let's hope that good things happen between now and then. Um, Charlie is brilliant. You're absolutely correct. Um, but I'll take the head coaching job. Thank you very much. Um, I will see you guys on Thursday. If you are a Patreon subscriber, we're doing all of our, our shows for the month of March on Friday. So you'll have a whole bunch of content this weekend to listen to. Um, Thank you for dealing with me and for tolerating me when I yell at you and try and enjoy the rest of your night. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or I don't know. Maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.